Today, we're going to talk with MS Dosari, who is the FIFA World Champion and also the owner of the Falcon Gaming Team. Let's go. Dosari, welcome to Podball. We are the highest podcast in the world. How do you feel in this location? Oh, it's amazing. I told you like before, I think this is the best you can get, you know. Really nice one, by. I want to do a crossbar here. Huh? You want to do a crossbar? <laughs> crossbar, yeah. So I think we need to ask to Nakil because we <laughs> had the view at the Palm, the best location in Dubai. But still, we need to manage to do a crossbar. <laughs> I trust myself, but I don't know about you, bro. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I want to ask to everybody who will watch the podcast if you can hit the crossbar first try. And if like we have like 10,000 likes, <laughs> we make you do it. You let me do it? Yes. You full trust me? Yeah, I trust you. <laughs> you are a professional. That's a good one. Because you are a FIFA world champion. FIFA? Yeah. If yeah. it's on FIFA, no, without 10,000 likes, I do it. Yes? Yeah. And crossbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossbar But how do you become world champion? I think that takes a lot, you know. Uh, obviously, talent is there, you know. But um, uh, it's what you want to be, you know. There is a lot of times that you have to stay and just play. You need to love uh, what you're doing and just not see it as your job. So it comes under a lot of things, you know, but definitely the first thing, especially because I'm a world champion on FIFA, because I love football. So since I was young, I was either watching football, you know, or either playing FIFA with the players I used to watch, just, you know, to have fun with them, listen to commentators, just hear their name. So the journey was obviously really great one, you know, and I'm doing my best to continue doing better and better. You remember that day when you become world champion? I how, do. How that day was special and... You know, uh, tell me. Yeah, because it was my first World Cup experience. For me, it was, okay, I, I'm winning, but I didn't thought it would go that big, you know? Because I didn't attend one time and I lost and this is my second time I really want to win. It was my first time, you know, having fun, enjoying the best experience you know, on the biggest stage. But then when I won, I was yeah happy, obviously, because I won and everything comes into that. But you don't realize until you wake up, you know, next day when you go out with your friends, when you saw people walking in the street telling you great words like, yeah, everything well done. We saw you. That kind of stuff, you know, that's that's the that's the moment, you know, that you're definitely winning, you know. And when you enter to the competition, how mentally, which stage we were? Because uh, are you like 100% confident or you were like, how was that that mentality before yeah. the competition? Yeah, I was confident, you know, but... It was my first World Cup experience. I'm playing the best of the best. I know anything can be very close. Anyone can win against each other. So for me, it was just enjoy, you know, do whatever you want, just enjoy. But inside deeply, I know that I have the level to win against anyone. I didn't put much pressure onto myself. Yeah, I need to win. I need to prove to everyone that I'm the best because it was my first time, you know, first experience. I need to enjoy, you know, and just, you know, a dream for many players who just watch and sometimes play with us to attend the World Cup. And so um, your it. family was uh, supporting you? Like, yeah. how was your family for this? Yeah, I had my two sisters attended the final day. I had even my brother who was with me, two cousins. So overall, it was a big group, you know, big crowd. Uh, so for the whole journey, you know, they was really supportive since day one. I think, I, like, beside now and the latest, because I have my coach, before that, every event I go, One of my family, one of my closest friends, you know, goes with me. I just, you know, feel lucky to have that uh, people who are surrounded by me and just push me more. 
be supportive, you know. Sometimes because when you win, everyone is next to you. Everyone just cheer for you, you know, see you as uh, whatever you are. But sometimes when you lose, you know, you don't want to get into the same zone, you know, speak about the same self. No, you know, we want people you love, you know. You want people you know you well. We just go enjoy life with it because you're not robot at the end of the day. You know, sometimes you win. Unfortunately, sometimes you lose. Yeah, it's true. And, um, you know, let's talk about gaming. You know, maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago, being a gamer, a professional <laughs> sports athlete was not even uh, thinkable, you know? Yeah. And now, like, you are a Red Bull athlete. You, you, you live with your dream, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel, like, to inspire the youth to become uh, a professional gamer? Well, I think, to be honest, when I go back, when I started, even when I started in 2017, it was... Do I really want to do this as my job, you know, and attend and fly everywhere? Or is it not a sustainable uh, choice for me? I just go to college and study and do my thing, you know? But I think with the path we've done, like either FIFA, there's tons of different games where they're good players. I think now, like you can see a road as a, a guy who wants to be an esports player, a very clear way than the one we had previously before and what do you think about the fact when you become like world champion you have to practice a lot in any category from for myself i had to practice between six to eight hours to become world champion of freestyle i think it's even more in in the gaming industry <laughs> right like to play every single day so if you consider it the sports side i think it's it's really cool but if you con consider it the health side you know even me when i was playing like six to eight hours it's not good for a young athlete to to train that much because yeah. when you are young it's okay yeah, but yeah. when you are my age after you understand <laughs> you damage your body yeah. what do you think like what's your responsibility and how do you think about like the health and gaming for example because you know obviously i think a lot of people think that we play 10 12 hours per day just to be the best out of the best obviously because you want to be the best and you prove the best it's not that much we play okay we play let's say like a regular guy who just do his job six to eight hours that's the same with us you know but the, how you make it and how you routine your know your whole day like you you cannot just play for the six eight hours then sleep then play again like it will be great for one month two months but then after you know you will feel like your whole ecosystem to play tournaments mentally be in the bigger stage that's not the best you know so sometimes you even need to play for six eight hours then sometimes you need to do stuff that makes you mentally when you go into the game, you're ready. So, you know, if you want to be the best in any sport or in anything you do, you have to spend a lot of time to do a lot of work. So I think that's, that would be, say, the reason why you're the best. You're spending more time, your, your mental is there, you know, you know every stuff. And obviously that comes with a lot of experience, you know. You just cannot put in like this and be... Yeah, the mental, the mental uh, part is really important. So go... go um outside of the gaming, outside of your room, outside of your home, it's really important, I'm guessing, yeah, yeah, yeah. having other experience, also feel maybe the contact with uh, people because something I experienced with freestyle, like when I arrive in the industry of freestyle, the, the first time I see the guys, I say, oh, they are too good for me. But what I realized when they go on the stage, they are not that good because they feel the pressure. Me, I was technically less good than most of them, 
But on the stage, I feel home because every day I was practicing outside yeah. and with people. So uh, the fact I was going outside all the time and not practicing on my own helped me a lot. So I think it's a bit the same for gaming, right? You need to have connection with other people. You need to live your life in a way, in certain stage. Like when you have your skills and you are good enough, I think you also need to experience different activities. Yeah, right? and the, like when you play in your home, it's not the same when you play with 10, 12 cameras, you know, people who are just sitting there supporting this guy or this guy just scores and say, yeah, you know, and the hard way, you know. So sometimes you need to live through that and it's not the same. And you really need experience on places, you know, land events, you know, to learn how it is exactly, you know, and that takes really time because for us, like our game is less than a second, you know, like really less than half second even. Like if you do any mistake, game can be over. It's like nutmeg. It's like one of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When he goes like this, you know, you go like That's this. It's, it's over. Yeah. So I think, you know, like sometimes when I put like the percentage of talent and hard work, I still put experience there, you know. Experience comes under mentally or mentally shares the, the same. But as you mentioned, you know, sometimes you need to enjoy life, see outside, you know, go through people and just enjoy your experience, not just limiting yourself into your place, home, place, sleep and I cannot believe because you, you're 22. I'm still 20. 22 years old. I'm still you know, 20. I see you like from three, four years already, right? <laughs> yeah. You are really young. I am, I am. And I am. Um, you are not only a gamer now. You also are an entrepreneur. You open yeah. like a, one of the biggest team. Yeah, now so I talk own, to us. Yeah. So now I own a team in the Middle East. It's the biggest team in the Middle East. We have 80 to 90 players. Nine, ten different games, you know. They have the biggest content creators even in Saudi Arabia. So for me, I always wanted to do that, you know. I always believed that we can get talents from Saudi because I had the same story, you know, the same issue at the beginning. People, you know, from outside our region don't much believe on us as, as we do. So for me, it was always, I know at one point, I need to do that story for players who play in a different game. So I decided once, there is a perfect timing. I've done it. And now we have 80 to 90 players. You know, there's a couple of Saudi guys who's in the biggest level. We push them to do their best. And there is even French players as well in Counter Strike ah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. have. So, you speak Arabic? Who? The French player. No, not yet. Uh, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> no, not Kubri. Not Kubri. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what was the switch between gamer and entrepreneur? And how? what's the problem you face now as an entrepreneur? Because the life is totally different. The, the decision to take yeah, as well. Yeah. And uh, how we can like give some tools to the audience who watch us, like because many guys want to succeed in life, and sometimes you do what you like, but it's not enough. Maybe you have to step up as an yeah. entrepreneur or opening your own business or your own things. What's yeah. the experience for you? For me, because I lived in the esports industry for a lot, I can see the growth of esports, and I know as a business fact that this is the perfect timing. Otherwise, if I say uh, five years later, five years later, everyone will just be that level. But since you can become with them and with that growth can be very lucky where we are now, you know, you can just collect everything earlier. But uh, the, let me say the difference is, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you need to drop off emotions like very hardly. So last week, as an example, you know, we dropped out our first player who was in EU. And for us, it was hard because he was our first player, you know. But at one point, because it's the team and we need, you know, a better players that can perform better, you need to drop him. You announced to him? Yeah. <laughs> how did you do it? You have I, to come in the office. Like, how was it? 
he's he's from Denmark, so yes. he had to take an online call. Ah, it's I, easier, yeah, huh? Yeah, much, much, much yeah. easier, you know, less emotional. And even when you do like who's ever who's my teammate in FIFA, I obviously want the best of the best who can plays with me. But sometimes you have to to look at the business wise. Does it make sense to put that much effort or that, you know? So there is a lot of stuff sometimes, you know, you feel like let me get back as a player and just let my mentor rest up. I feel the same because also in my projects, most of the time now I'm uh, the CEO and the entrepreneur. And uh, sometimes I feel like, ah, I have to manage this situation, which I don't feel comfortable with. (laughs) And I will prefer to play a one-on-one on on that pitch, (laughs) you know. But also when I start freestyle, for me, it was a way to escape from the problem. Because I arrived to the point like I almost being a professional football player, but I didn't know for one year if I could make it or not based on the injury. So I had to wait. And my father put a lot of pressure on me. You need to work. You need to find a normal work and stuff like that. So automatically, I leave my house for one year. Uh, Fake, I was doing some study. And freestyle was a way for me to escape. So I feel as an entrepreneur, <laughs> where we feel stuck here, we might go to our passion to freestyle escape. Freestyle and, and just enjoy life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I feel you. Yeah. So you say about the fact, like maybe in Saudi, you don't really, people in Saudi not always believe in themselves. And, you know, maybe they are um, undertake their, their possibility and their talent. I see that also in football and see that some, sometimes I feel the region, they have a lot of talent, but they they rank the Europe too much yeah, or they respect too much. They lack of confidence, yes. you know. And uh, what do you think about the World Cup? The World Cup so far was unbelievable. I was there. I just came back three, four days ago. I know Saudi, because I'm from Saudi, obviously, didn't make it through. But I was there when we won against Argentina and Messi. So for us, you know, that's a very big historical game. That I will tell my sons, you know, that yeah, I was at this oh, game. We beat it this year. It's a national day now. Yeah, the, 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 the day after, day off for everyone, okay, you know. Okay. It was a really crazy one, you know. And I think it's getting better and better and better. And I think as players, because obviously they had their, pre- their pre-season, then they played, you know, in leagues. And now they're like 100% fit, you know, for the World Cup. Last World Cup for Cristiano Messi. A really big one, huh? Yes. Are you gonna sign Ronaldo in Saudi now? <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me the truth. I want to know. This guy knows everything. Ah, no, no, no. ah you have no, to tell no, me. No. Come on. That's I know not... you contact the president. You should <laughs> no, no. know the info, guys. We're gonna know now if Ronaldo signed for Saudi in Saudi. That's not for me to say, but what I know is that they really want him. Yeah. And he's open, you know. But it depends if he's gonna get better or if he's gonna get an offer that he can play still at the same level. But unless he didn't get offers, I think he'll he'll join us soon. I will ask you the same question, but for the two person inside you. Yeah. The same question for you as an athlete and same question for you as a Saudi yeah. uh, people. Okay? <laughs> so do you think Ronaldo going to Saudi is a good thing? Yeah. As an athlete and as someone who lives in Saudi? Both ways. Both ways? Yeah, both, both, both ways, to be honest. I think, you know, it will inspire a lot of young players who want to be footballers. It will give confidence to players who's playing in the Saudi national team. And as well, we can host events because he will be the face of Saudi and even the league. You know, everyone will be just too excited to come into the league. The league, Cristiano is playing in the league. So I can see at one point, you know, Cristiano missing the Saudi league. 
be honest. Messi will sign in Saudi, you think also? I he think I, th I think I think maybe after. So I um, okay, so we have two solutions. Or they go to Saudi and they play in the rival club and yeah, we see the derby yeah, once again. Yeah. Or we bring them in the one-on-one -on -one urban ball fight pitch, you know? <laughs> and we do that. Or maybe we can do in Saudi as well. Uh, I think bringing them Imagine would be great. Messi Ronaldo one-on-one -on -one here. But I think they might push each other, huh? Yes. <laughs> From here, yeah. I, I think Messi will fly over because Ronaldo <laughs> is too strong. Yeah, he will take him easily. So if yeah. you have to coach one of them, who do you take? I'll take Cristiano. Okay, I take Messi. Who will win? I think we will win. Yeah, honest. Cristiano, because you are the coach or because Cristiano yeah, is no, better? No, no, because I'm the coach. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> That's like that. That's like that. I think I think Cristiano will win. But if I am in Messi's side, I think we're going to beat uh, him. Messi, yeah? Messi. Both same, yeah? yeah. You both left. Yes. Yeah. yeah only left. No <laughs> only right left. foot at all. <laughs> ah, you analyze my game, huh? Yeah, I see. I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No cobri. All my videos with left no foot. No cobri. No cobri. <laughs> in football, you know, in football, uh, when you are good with the ball, you got the respect of uh, of your friends. That's yeah. why I think football is so popular because it's uh, more. It's beyond the the sport itself. It has a social power. Yeah. yeah But yeah. I think FIFA also get a bit a bit part like that. So if you're good at FIFA, you actually get the respect of your friend <laughs> and it's become even more because when this yeah, move yeah, yeah, yeah. from FIFA come to football, that means something socially speaking, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There is a lot of things, you know, comes from FIFA to football in the opposite way. So sometimes we just steal set pieces, you know, tactics from there or just instruction, you know, with the left back, right back. So, but the good thing is when something from FIFA goes to real life and becomes trending all over the world, you know, That's the crazy part. I know. have a crazy question for you. How much did you spend on the FIFA team? You know, like the foot team. Oh. Ah, <laughs> now we get, we talk serious. <laughs> I have to say, how much did you spend to build your team? I think every year we have to spend 50 to 20K. Every year. Every year we have to spend 15. And to 20 you know, and they are, they are really smart in FIFA because every year you have to do it again. Every year, you know, but can't complain. Maybe behind the scene, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much for coming in the podcast. Yeah, no I really appreciate it. My pleasure, bro. It's always nice to see you catch up, you know, and talk with you. Yeah. And it was really inspiring story. I really love uh, to be in the same family, Red Bull family yeah, with you. Of course. Uh, how long did you become Red Bull athlete now? Two years, Two but years? hopefully longer. I'll be longer than you, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. have to beat for 14 years. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. If I don't resign next year, maybe 14 years only. <laughs> a small message for the Red Bull team. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. It was really nice. Uh, to have you here, you know, it's always cool to have uh, an athlete who achieves so many things, also an entrepreneur. I see you going Instagram everywhere, you go there, you go there, and not always have the athlete side, but also entrepreneur yeah. side, and I really respect that. Exactly. And I, I really enjoy, I really uh, encourage everybody to follow you exactly. and follow your journey. Thank and you, uh, yeah. I see you next time for the next Till episode. Next, uh, yeah. Till next time. Thank you.